0: Welcome to everybody out there who's joining us for another episode of Decided Heart Conversations, episode 18. And we are so thrilled to have Chris Denton with us. She came to into my life through a mutual friend of ours who said, I think you speak the same language. Entrepreneurs, passionate about service, wanting to see other people do better, be better within their own lives. And the more I got to know her and then Sonia got to know her, the more we're like, wow, We need to get her in front of our audience so you all can meet her. Because she takes and goes beyond just those simple conversations that we have at home and are a little bit nervous to have with kids about sexual assault and your own body and who you are and she helps us break that down into manageable ways that we can on an ongoing basis keep our kids safer and ourselves safer so Chris you wear a lot of different hats in a lot of different places you are superwoman of all superwomans besides being a wife and a mother and all of those things as well but you're primarily here today to talk to us about your role as Senior Director of Corporate Programming for Not Me. Can you please share with us a little bit about that organization and how you came to it? Sure, hi. Thank you
1: so much for having me. And I we're all super women, right? Let's be <laughs> let's be honest. I thank think you. now in 2020 all of all of your viewers and you Hillary and Sonia were all wearing many hats and and we are super women and, and I think we're we're the change, right? We are going to promote the change. So I I'm not like I'm not any different than than any of you. Um so I got involved with not me superhero kids. We have two platforms to the company um almost two years ago. And I got involved as a as a mom, really. I have four kids. I have two who are adult children out of the house who are my stepsons, and I have two younger ones who are 17 and 13. Um, I was sexually assaulted and and raped when I was in my 20s. And I was drinking at a party and I I passed out and a friend um, had sex with me and I had no idea. Um, And I can easily talk about it and easily throw that out there because I've been talking about it for many years. But also there's power in sharing that because I know that it was wrong and I know it wasn't my fault, but I didn't know that then. So now I'm a parent and I'm trying to parent a daughter and I don't want those things to happen to her. Right. So I'm searching on the internet. What can I do um, to teach her? Cause I know she's not going to listen to me. Right. So I wanted to to take her somewhere and I went to a not me training class. And it's funny because I went in to drop her off and then I was going to go run some errands and come back and, and something happened with my schedule where I stayed, thank God. And I think I got more out of it at 46 years of age. Two years ago than my daughter did. Um, she was 14 or 14 and a half at the time. And so I listened to this training and it was all about prevention. So it was about how do you present yourself into the world and not even get into the situation where you could be assaulted? Um, the different types of assault, the psychology behind, behind assault, what do you do? You're, you're not going to have a fair fight. not going to win if three men are coming at you in the parking lot so how do you prevent pain and surprise so that you can get away and then what do you do after that so i got out of that class and went right up to the owner who is al horner who is the he is a former navy seal and that's where this all started and said how do i get involved as a volunteer because i wanted every girl to hear this training Um, And then here I am, I created the position for myself, essentially. Mm -hmm. And we have one arm that is superhero kids that goes into schools, so pre-K all the way through 12th grade. And then we have another arm that's called Not Me, um, that is into corporate offices, conferences, um, online webinars, and we train adult women and men. Men are assaulted too, believe it or not. Um, And we train so different ways, but the training starts in pre-K for, with a 12 minute cartoon, like superhero, really fun training. And it evolves and is sequential all the way up to something that your viewers and and you and I can listen to and identify with. So it builds on each other. Um, And it is exceptional. I haven't seen anything else like it out there because this is training prevention Mm -hmm. and sexual assault, human trafficking, sexual abuse. It is a public health crisis. It is an epidemic. One in four women will be or have been assaulted. One in 10 kids will be sexually assaulted. That's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> we need prevention in place. So I got involved um, from a volunteer standpoint, and now I run the, the corporate side of things.
2: And just, I mean, and a little bit about my background. So being raised by a single parent dad who's also in the military, I think that was hugely important for him to say, my twin girls will be independent and strong. And he physically taught us skills. Um, I think one important thing was to physically feel that you're strong um, because I think there's a lot of protection like, oh, don't push my child or "You know, don't don't get hurt and don't fall from the tree if you climb it. But I think those experiences are important to say, ah, I got pushed and I can get back up. Or, so constantly through my upbringing and Taekwondo and all that kind of, so not the prevention, but the skills of, of fighting or protecting. Um, one thing that was missing, though, was the psychology factor was, why do I have to learn these things? And why, how can I prevent myself? Because I hated it. I it was so uncomfortable with it. How can I be aware so I can avoid anything that was like that? and so you're saying that this training kind of deals with just that component that I was missing um, growing up learning the physical technique of it
1: yeah and I think that's what's so unique about it so the owner being a former Navy SEAL he he got he stepped into this you know just like you do with a lot of things his buddy's daughter was going off to college and he said hey Al can you can you teach her a couple moves and he taught her 10 Navy SEAL moves and she ended up having an attempted assault. Used some of the moves and, and got got away. But they're not moves to have a fair fight. They're moves to get away. Mm-hmm. So we do teach those self defense moves, um, to like wrist release, like things to like quickly get away. But what we do is we we give all of the statistics of now. This is for the adult class. We can get into the the kid class in a different time. But for us, right, for you, all of the moms and the viewers, and for us, we teach. What are the statistics? What's really going on right there? It's frightening. It's absolutely frightening. And then, why is an assaulter out there? Mostly, it's for sexual release. I mean, they're not looking to kill you, or, you know, they they are going to hurt you, obviously, but they're not looking to abduct you and take you away, most, right? Most are from someone you know or kind of know a colleague, neighbor, guy who works across the street, right? You know, someone who's kind of been watching you. And then, The other type of assault is the creepy, scary person hiding in the bushes, right? That's very rare. So there's psychology between two of those. And so we teach women, how do you look for those things? Now, it's a shame we even have to, but we do. So for example, I, I too, like grow up very confident. Like I can handle anything. I don't need you to watch me walk to my car. I can walk to my hotel room by myself. Mm -hmm. I can take a taxi cab through China. I'm fine, right? Like I'm independent, it's really stupid like you i it really is and so we teach that no you want like you want to have the security officer from the mall walk you to your car that is strong that's not weak you know you want to have if you're working late at night and you get on the hotel and you feel uncomfortable it doesn't matter who the person is you get off you know often women we think well i don't want to be rude and Mm -hmm. i don't want to be politically incorrect and i don't want Mm -hmm. to hurt that person they might think something A good guy will be so proud of you if you get off the elevator or you take a different path or you choose not to go into the parking lot at the same time because you're protecting yourself. So we teach all of those things. And if you can fast forward, you'll see, hopefully you never get to the situation where you get into the assault sequence. So if you got on, your guts telling you don't get on the elevator, Navy SEALs are taught to trust their gut. That's his joke is like, we're Navy SEALs and we're taught to trust our feelings. Like if a mission doesn't feel right, we change course. Mm. Well, why do we as women get on the elevator and not feel right and just stay on it to be mm. nice, right? So that's the piece that you were probably missing growing up, that most of us were missing growing up. And that's the piece that's 80% of the adult training. Mm.
0: It's so powerful what you're saying. And, and Sonia, this, this leads into a conversation we've had. You're, it's going in your head, isn't it? A conversation Sonia and I have so much, which is about the obedient daughter right? We, we are raised oftentimes, and Glennon Doyle talks about it, to be the obedient daughter. Hug so-and-so. Do this. Make them happy. Our job is to make other people happy and joyful and comfortable sometimes when we're even ignoring. And we do it even now as mothers without even realizing it. We don't want Uncle Joe to feel bad. So go hug him. No, I said hug him. So... In this time frame, where I mean, we have the mo- movie Cuties that's out right now that is causing a lot of controversy and it is a hot topic right now, there are things that are going on uh, where, where it seems in some good ways, it's hard to hear, but in some good ways, we're having some harder discussions, but we really do need to get to the heart of the matter. And and yes, it is that person's fault. It is the, the abuser's fault. Yes, yes, yes. But what can we do? do to prevent how can we teach our children how can we talk about them and i think some of what we're talking about with that shift from obedient child into having some confidence and trust of your own knowing is part of those three tips you're really going to bring forward for us today
1: yeah what a powerful point and i've never thought of it that way before and i it's so true. It's so true how we're taught to mind the rules and, and be the good girl and, and all of those things. And it definitely plays into it. So in the, in the superhero kids training, um, that is pre-K through let's say eighth grade, because after eighth grade, we, te- we treat that kid as an adult, they get the same training that you and I would get because they need it. They're hearing right. the same things, seeing the same things. That's right. But what we, what we do is we, we make it Fun. Like the pre-k through third grade training is 12 minutes long. It's super fast. It's all about superheroes and you are a superhero if you can listen to your feelings. So again, those feelings. So we teach them all the feelings of yuck and uncomfortable and icky and sad. And, you know, sometimes you might look happy, but you might feel sad inside mm-hmm. and all those feelings. So we get them talking about their feelings And in a superhero way. And it's, it's so fun. They love it. There's songs and there's games and it's there's characters and we get them talking about that. So they understand that. And then we get them talking about, so number one, trust your feelings, right? We teach them about that, which we lose as adults. We push that away. Trust your feelings, trust your gut. Then we teach them about trusted adults. So, you know, a lot of times they go tell an adult, go tell Well, not all adults are trusted. And unfortunately mm-hmm. we, we have to teach them that. So what is, what is an adult? So we don't want you to, if something bad happens to you, you know, little Jim, we don't want you to go tell your teddy bear and we don't want mm-hmm. you to tell your pet, right? We want you to tell not just an adult, a trusted adult. So we go through what is a trusted adult. Mm-hmm. And so, and we ask them, like, do you have a trusted adult in your life? A lot of kids we find more in schools, they don't, mm-hmm. you know, cause it could be a teacher. It might not be a parent. So we go through that and then we go through how to not be that like good behaving kid. Right. And so we tell, we teach them how to get away and tell. So the whole like chant they're saying as they come out of the room with their little bracelet and their t-shirts and stuff is get away and tell. And it gives you chills. Like you actually get Mm -hmm. chills and get you, you hear like 20 kids screaming, get away and tell. And it's, We want that like stop, drop and roll, right? Like that's Mm -hmm. from my day, that's in my head forever. We want get away and tell. So if they are in a situation and maybe, let's just say a a coach, right? Touches them on the shoulder and rubs the shoulder and that they go, ooh, that doesn't feel right, right? So then they know I need to, that might not be a trusted adult. I need to tell a trusted adult and I need to get away and tell a trusted adult. Well, then we teach them how do you get away? And it's very different than how you would teach an adult, right? But we teach them a couple. We teach them power hands to go no stop. We teach them a wrist release. And then there's not a lot more we can teach them. They're little kids. But we teach them how it's okay because a lot of the kids, although, if we tell them, you can say you have to go to the bathroom. You can say you forgot your your test in your locker. You could say you have to go make a phone call. Like, how do you get away? A lot of the kids will say, well, that's lying.
2: Right, because like
1: you said, they're being the obedient daughter or kid, and we teach them how it's not lying if it involves your safety, your personal mm-hmm. safety. So, same thing with adult women like, it's not being rude or politically incorrect if it involves your personal safety. So, personal safety comes first. So, those three things are all they can handle, and when that's repeated over and over again. They, we hope, right, that that builds and they go home and they tell their parents and they talk about it. Um, Because again, you go in these classrooms when they're open and one in 10 is reported. That's reported. I think it's more like one in six um, because I know the results from my friends. So if they don't know what to do, and if you don't talk about this at home, it's never. they'll never bring it up. Because it's not comfortable for them. So they just don't talk about it. Or they go on the internet and try to figure it out. And we know that's a black hole. Yeah,
0: it is. And that's, I mean, just, I wanna do a quick, sorry, I'm Sonia, I'm putting you on the spot because Chris has already shared, I have a story of sexual assault as well. Sonia? Yes. (laughs) So we have Um, three out of three on this, on this call that have had an experience with it. So I think you're right, whether it's been, and mine was never reported. Mine wasn't. Yours wasn't reported. Mine was. Yours was. Okay. So out of that, so that tells you right there from our little bit of, um, uh, you know, research. It's like, it, it isn't always put out there. And so we do, I love everything that you have said because, we have worked so hard again to get this, this idea to kids of, fo- like you said, follow the rules. And it breaks my heart thinking of how oftentimes we know we have a knowing as adult women, as children, as well, we know their instincts, kids instincts are usually better than ours. Right. Agree. They can feel it. They can sense when something is off. And yet we almost try to train it out of them.
2: Well, and I, two things are coming to mind for me because I saw the video um, on the on your website, and to see young children stand up for themselves. Because we, I, I think there is another trend. We we sort of hush our kids a lot. Shh, you're too loud. Shh, don't be so loud. And to see these young kids strong and tall, like a superhero, and say stop or I'm, you know. Is so powerful that they see that within themselves. That because I think parents say, Oh, I will defend you, I will protect you, mm. don't worry about everything. But we're showing them and we're showing the parents they can't, they they have tools that they can somewhat keep them safe and avoid more so than saying, Oh, I need my parent in order to feel safe or a trusted adult. The other thing I wanted to just um, bring out is a conversation I had with my teen daughter, she's now close to 20 years old, but I, I had this the sex talk, right, at a coffee shop. I said, okay, it's my turn. As your mother, I shall reveal everything that I know, and let's have our, our talk. And as I was talking, she said, mom, I know all of that already. Actually, I, I know a little bit more. And so it completely stopped, because that was a reveal for me to say, what is my daughter exposed to? And I said, please tell me more. Tell me what you know. And I'm a god. The end of that conversation, she was educating me. I'm like, what? What is that? And it goes to show that through our tool of the internet, which is now becoming, it's not even just a, um, an entitled privileged tool, it is the tool of communicating. It's How we're doing we school need, right now. <laughs> right, exactly. We need, to, we need to know what our children are exposed to and ask those questions so we are knowing what terminology, what information, what knowledge they have, and then we can mentor them through it, right? So what, what's your thoughts on that? It's, and
1: it's, I love that you brought this up and and thank you because this is so important. They, I didn't even have that, like when I was growing up. So, and again, my, my mom was doing the best she could. She didn't know. They didn't talk about those things. So we didn't even, we just talked, we never talked about anything. And so what I was trained by one of just an incredible woman, her name is Amy Lang. I actually have to introduce you to, to her. She's incredible. She's a sex educator. Um, you want to, you don't want to have the talk or a talk, right? And I didn't even have a talk. That would have been great. You want it's continuous conversation all the time. So a kid's brain is blank. When we think about sex, we think about porn and rape and assault and X rated videos and raunchy music videos and bad sex and good sex, right? That's our adult brain. A kid's brain is blank. So when you want to talk, start talking to them about all these things when it's, where does, where does milk come from? How do trees grow? What is sexual assault? Where do babies come from? Mm-hmm. How does a worm breathe? Right. Mm-hmm. It's all the same to them. And so that it's very, it's natural conversation. So when they have that yucky feeling, right, they're not like, well, I'm not going to go home and tell mom. Cause we don't talk about that at my house. I'm just going to go ask you know, Joey on the bus, or maybe I'm just not going to say anything ever. Right. I didn't say anything. So the, um, if you have that kind of environment in your house and it's not too late, you can start right now. I started right on time with my son at four years old and I started with my daughter at 12. So it was late, right? Never too late start now, but then you create that safe environment where it's just conversation to them and you get to have the whole, you want them to come to you you really want them to come to you not the internet but they don't know to come to you if it's only a
0: one-time conversation I'm so grateful that you said that because so for me my situation I was six and felt like it was my fault like I was and I felt guilty about it because I knew it was wrong but I didn't know it wasn't me wrong if that makes sense Right. And so, and again, like you said, I think at that time, everybody's just doing the best they can. So I don't blame, you know, my folks for not having that conversation or anything like that. But I think to your point um, I think what's hard as moms or parents or adults that are, are taking care of children, you said four, and I can see a lot of people, I think we think we have to say everything and we're not ready to say everything. I love the fact that you said this is an ongoing conversation. And before we transition, because you have a challenge for us, you have a a, a gift slash challenge for us at the end here. And before we transition into it, could you just take a second? And if we're going to start this conversation, we said those three steps. We said, trust your gut. We said that we wanted to make sure that we um, told a trusted adult and then learn some of the skills to get away and then tell someone right we want to make sure that those are part of part, part of what we do but it, when we're starting this conversation and our kids are really little and we're scared to death because we've never had this conversation where does it start what's the easy start chris a book it's so easy
1: so and again my friend amy lane taught me this because i was where you know many of your viewers maybe are right now where um, my daughter found porn through her Spanish vocabulary lesson. And she was searching up kitties having sex in Spanish. And it came up on my, my unlocked work computer that I never thought she'd be on. And I was mortified. I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so strict with everything. And my daughter saw porn. And I called my friend and she said, the easiest way is with a book. And so there are, I'll send you the resources so you can right. um, post them on your site. But there Thank are incredible books out there and that's where it starts. And you let them guide it, right? So you read the book just like you do with other things and you just keep reading the book and keep reading the book. Remember, they won't be weirded out. You will be, they won't be, to them it's just a book. And then you read that book and let them guide the questions and you ask questions every now and then just like you, you do um, with anything. And it's more about biology and facts than it is about intimacy and all of those things when they're little. So it makes it really easy.
2: So amazing. I feel like we have the bonus topic. I know. (laughs) I know. That was so great. (laughs) Um, So what what is it that you have to offer to our viewers and listeners um, as a challenge?
1: Yes, and first of all, I just want to say I'm sorry that both of you were assaulted, and to any of your viewers who were assaulted, I am very sorry. And it was not your fault. It is not your fault. It is never your fault. No one asked for that to happen. And I don't care what situation you were in, what you were wearing, what you were drinking, what condition you were in. It's never your fault. So I just want to make sure everyone knows that. But our um, our our little kid training is on our website right now for free, and as of Right now, it's till the until the end of September. That might be extended. This is really a COVID thing because we can't get into schools. Here's what's happening. Um, the calls are down for sexual abuse. because You have to remember that the um, teachers, like our, our greatest mandated reporters, right? Well, they're not seeing the kids in a lot of cases. And so the calls are down, but the cases are actually up because a lot of these kids are now stuck in these situations, right, that they can't get out of. So we have it online for free. So I would love for you to just take the 12 minutes. And if you're not sure, like I have a lot of friends who are like, oh, I don't know, watch it first yourself. Watch it first yourself. You'll. I know you'll feel great after it. Then watch it with your kids and have the conversation. And you can say, ah, oh, I feel so weird. I've never talked about this before. My mom didn't talk to me about this. Like be honest with your kids and you'll be so overjoyed with what you hear from them and some of the conversations that start to happen and then make it a regular thing. So it's not the one-time conversation. So I would love for you to do that. That would be, that would be great. And I'd always welcome any feedback that you have,
0: um, good or bad. We're looking to continuously grow. I love that we're going to, we'll make sure that it's posted on Instagram, Facebook, also on YouTube. We'll have the link to that as well. And so we'll make sure that's out for all of our viewers and listeners in addition to that. But I just want to close by saying thank you so much. And it's so powerful. I admire and am so inspired by people who have taken you took something that was very difficult and hard and shouldn't have happened to you either. And and again, so sorry that you had to go through. And instead of staying silent, you used it as a springboard and a platform to make sure it didn't happen to other people. There's such power when we use our stories to benefit and help others. So to that end, I just wanna thank you so much, Chris. It's a privilege to know you and we're grateful that you that you joined us today. Thank you, Chris. Thank you so much.